Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. One comedian, doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions, got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I am your host, Kyle Ayers, and today I have two guests. I am joined by Aaron Woodall and Jessa Reed. How's it going, guys? Good. It's going great. Thanks for having us. It's great to have you guys here. Uh, before we get too far into it, I want to remind everyone listening that we have a Patreon page now. If you like the podcast, we have a bonus episode up there every week. We have videos from episodes. We have uh, audio from my past podcast, Faking a Murderer, where I talk to people about making a murder for eight hours without telling them I've never seen the show. <laughs> and you can listen to That's it all what I was on telling Patreon. You about. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Jess about this. Yeah, it's uh, so fun. I love that. It, I love uh, that. Some people... Uh, they, we, we, I talk and talk and talk and one of the guests, then I tell them, I'm like, I've never seen it. We talk for like an hour about it and I tell them I've never seen it. And one person goes, I thought I had good opinions because you agreed with me. <laughs> They're just like, I, I, I didn't know if I knew what was going on in the show, but I'm like, Kyle's a smart guy. He aligns with me on everything. Uh, and then it turns out you're just lying to me for a while. Uh, but that's patreon.com slash never seen it. So if you guys want to go there, uh, we appreciate it. And it will be lovely if you subscribe. Uh, but today... Here we have two scenes, which is very exciting, and these are two movies that I've seen and like. And You've seen both of these. I've seen both of these movies. They couldn't be we're very different movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna just do it and oh, no we're not. We got my dad's back. That's right. Uh, it's been a little while since my dad's made a cameo appearance on the podcast, and today we have another round of guess what movie trailer Kyle's dad is describing, having never had heard of the movie, let alone seen it, and only have watched the trailer. I think that's the name. Uh, and so we're going to tease it right now, just a few seconds of it, and then we're going to get back to guessing here at the end. So here's a little bit of my dad. Okay. I should have listened to this beforehand. This is probably it. He's probably... Okay. <laughs> he's so, so thrilled. So he's hanging out at the diner. 
The server really wants to know what he does for a job. Okay, that's good. All right, we'll get back to it. He sounds like... I've already got it. Nope. Sit on it. Sit on it. Sit on it. We have had someone guess it once from five words. (laughs) uh, We'll get back to my dad at the end. Now we're going to get into... Jessa, you have never seen Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, I was... uh, All I knew... I don't watch any movies, so I don't even see trailers. All I knew was that this was won an Oscar... And was protested won by several Oscars. pro-life people. Lady Boxer movie protested by pro-life people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all. I didn't that's know it was protested. It yeah, it was a huge, uh, huge deal that I didn't, it was so huge I didn't get any details other than that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's where you're coming in with is just a Lady Boxer protested. Yeah. Do you know who was in it? Were we? I do know it was Hillary Swank and uh, Clint Eastwood. Okay. I'm happy that we got instruments to score this one. This feels like yeah. maybe the least appropriate movie we've ever had a tambourine <laughs> for. <laughs> Xylophone. Uh, uh, so we'll go ahead and, and let everyone know who we're going to be playing. That way they can mm-hmm. differentiate here. Okay. Uh, I'll be playing Clint Eastwood's character. Yeah, and my my character's name is Hillary Swank's character. <laughs> uh, uh, and I will be stage direction. Great. All right. Hillary Swank's character waits outside Clint Eastwood's character's office. She's staring into an empty trophy case, the shelf of which is lined with ultrasound pictures. Clint Eastwood's character <laughs> approaches. I don't train girls. I literally didn't ask you to train me. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Will you train me? <laughs> Get off my gym. <laughs> I didn't see that coming until I read it. <laughs> Listen, I know you don't train women anymore, but you are the best, and I need to be I need the best if I'm going to make it to the million dollar fight. <laughs> Presumably Hillary Swank's character says something more compelling here that inspires him to help her, but contrived bullshit has never been my thing. Okay. <clears throat> Only because of that contrived bullshit thing you said. I'll help you but right now I'm going to be kind of a dick about it. You have to do what I say. When I say it, and my one rule is that you must protect yourself. (laughs) Montage scene of them training together because boxing movies are like 70% montages. It sounds like the montage from Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin just laid some booby traps. She fights a Michael Jordan cardboard cutout in her window. I thought it was the train on Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working with what I have. Yeah, a lot. You're working hard. <laughs> Interior boxing gym day. Clint Eastwood's character looks on as Hillary Swank's character, already regretting not giving them names. <laughs> yeah, it's so much to type. Gets punched in the boob and drops to the floor. <laughs> he, he rushes to her side as she clutches her tit. Why is it so tender? Clint Eastwood's character, now named Bob, as this bit is more cumbersome than it is funny, (laughs) stares off into the distance as a montage of all the women he's ever trained discover their pregnancies a week before the million-dollar fight. What was the rule? To always protect myself. Bob backs away slowly as Swank begs him through tears not to leave. Wait! I was was supposed to get an IUD on Tuesday! Please come back! I was using an app on my phone and it said I wasn't fertile. Bob grabs his coat and leaves as Swank cries into the mat. (laughs) 
Interior bus day. Swank gazes across the aisle, heartbroken. A woman sits down with her baby and toddler, and for a moment, Swank forgets all she's lost as she makes eye contact with a sweet, blue-eyed three-year-old. A moment later, a baby throws up. The baby throws up onto the toddler, who then runs screaming to the back of the bus. Her tiny toddler hands, filled with baby vomit, smack against the knees of every passenger she approaches. <laughs> Swank has that moment from all the rom-coms where she realizes she'd rather have love than whatever bullshit she was leaving for, only instead of love, it's a million dollars. She jumps up. Let me off this bus! Swank runs through the streets of the city. She's smiling and also crying, and fuck it, let's also have it rain here because boxing movies are exactly that corny. She approaches an abortion clinic where the receptionist has just turned off the open sign. Please, no, I'll be quick! I'll be quick? (laughs) Do you have to? It's like an express line that says 10 weeks or less. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh boy. Uh, We're going to get protested by similar groups. Uh, Interior boxing gym night. Bob fills a box that is way too small with what we are expected to believe are his only belongings in this office. Swank taps on the door. Go away. Swank presses an ultrasound picture against the window. Only the ultrasound picture is of an empty room. <laughs> which will probably have to be acknowledged in dialogue because who can ever tell what's going on in those things? Is... is that... I told you I'm not like the other girls. All I ever wanted <laughs> was a million dollars. <laughs> they embrace. Oh, wow. Interior stadium night. Swank is fighting in the third round or whatever the last one is. And the announcers are yelling a bunch of stuff like, good fight, and it's super close. Swank is losing her balance and is obviously exhausted when she gets hit real hard in the boob. Her eyes dart over to Bob. It's not tender. What is wrong with me? Swank is reinvigorated by the breast shot and the memory of the sacrifices she's made. She gets off the rope and beats the shit out of the other chick. She wins the fight, obviously, because this would be too dark, even by my standards, if she didn't at least get the money. As the credits roll, Bob is hugging Swank, and he smiles at the front row, which is filled with all the other women he's ever trained. Each of them are holding their babies, the babies that they gave up the fight for. (laughs) The baby should be much older children by now. Well, I mean, you kind of did nail it. <laughs> that would have gotten processed. It, it probably will. I. You definitely nailed Clint Eastwood. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got that much. Uh, so do you you know now that it's not about abortion, right? Uh, I did. I did we I, talk about what the movie actually yeah, is. We could, or yeah, do we definitely, leave that definitely. as a surprise? I don't I think. It, I don't think it's. Not too soon to ruin a movie that won an Oscar 12 years ago yeah. or whatever. It's okay. I deadass thought that movie was about uh, a woman getting an abortion for to fight. I didn't think it was like that, but I yeah. thought that she uh, got was high profile and got pregnant and had to get an abortion. It's not not feasible. Yeah. While even while it's happening in your script, I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, it I mean... would be uh, that's a nuance of of lady fighters. Um, I. Uh, said that to somebody at some point. Uh, I just want to remember that, so we can title this episode Nuance of Lady Fighters. Nuance of Lady Fighters. <laughs> Before we get to that. 
Uh, and then I, I have a tendency to think that movies are about things and then speak about it like it's fact because my brain yeah. will just... I thought that I, Tanya was about sentient sex robots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's iRobot but to, with Tanya Harding? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Tanya. I hadn't seen a preview and uh, I just... I heard someone say I, Tanya, which sounds an- like... Another all-female cast reboot, this time of <laughs> iRobot. <laughs> oh, that might be what I did. I mashed them together. Of course that's what you did. <laughs> That's why. What do you mean? Is that I what like I that did? you're like you're not sure. Maybe I thought that was the whole joke. I I literally why would you that? think that I thought he was. I thought that was. The I whole, just that's I why felt we like made I the joke it. about the Will Smith song. In oh, I, I didn't know why you said to do that. I just got excited. about Will Smith that. had an I Tanya song or an I Robot song. He, he said, did it. It's a, it's a it's a dumb joke. Oh, but it's even dumber if you don't know the iRobot connection. Why would you have laughed at that at all? I just you said you should write a Will Smith song to go with it, and I was like, I would love. Man, Aaron, that. Aaron's onto something. I don't see the connection with Will Smith here, but okay. <laughs> I would love to write a song. Uh, and then I thought Baby Driver was uh, was a Pixar movie. I thought that that was a... It sounds like it yeah, could be a it Pixar does. movie. It does. I thought it was like ba- a Boss Baby uh, <laughs> sequel. sequel. If you <laughs> love Boss Baby. He's lost his job and now he's a blue-collar truck driver. Uh, baby. <sighs> Still a baby, though. Still as an age, baby, yeah. dri- baby Driver. <laughs> uh, no million. She dies in the end of Million Dollar Baby. He assists her in dying. Uh, yeah. Cause she got punched on while fighting, or yeah, she gets she gets paralyzed in mm. the million dollar fight. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't win. She it's a uh, which which never made any sense to me. Mm. Like if like that she should the lady should at least have been disqualified for her actions anyway. But she does, she gets paralyzed and then uh, doesn't want to go out like that. She's like, I don't want to be a vegetable. Clint, you got to kill me. And he's like, don't you, don't you ask me to do that. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. do it. And then he goes, so that's corny. a million dollars, baby. <laughs> and that's where the title comes from. Oh, really? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it did, it did not match the tone of the movie. Uh, I did have a photo, sh- uh, a picture photoshopped of, that was from her getting punched in the face. And I had someone move it to where she's getting punched in the face. If you need that for. <laughs> I will because I make posters of everyone on the movie poster. Okay, perfect. So I'll put, your, I'll put your face on there. Nice. Nice. Uh, it actually ends with Justin Timberlake saying, you know what's cool? A billion dollar baby. <laughs> I don't like the. I said that in. I like it. I like that you said it. Uh, well, let's move on. Speaking of movies where someone <coughs> someone is put down to avoid a life as a vegetable, uh, Aaron, you did Dazed and Confused. I did Dazed and Confused, um, and uh, it's, I was just talking. I was on a trip with a friend, and we were talking about movies I hadn't seen, and this was this was one of them. Uh, I felt like I had good general idea of what it was about, but never seen it, so. Uh, this is well. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. So just, just, so you're Charles. I'm Charles. You're Charles. You're the straight man. Okay. Uh, you, you're Ray. Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> I did name them Ray Charles. <laughs> I, I can't just, believe you I, didn't see that coming. I was writing okay. this uh, last night. And I was like, uh, for I'm not going to waste time to name character names. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to two character names. Ray. I'm just going to blindly name, name these characters. Yeah. Ray Charles. <laughs> But you're a very excited stoner. You're okay. excited about everything you say, and you're and you're stoned. And uh, I'll be reading the stage directions, and then uh, uh, yeah, me and me and Kyle have a couple cameo parts as well. That we'll we'll, we'll that bury we'll be those covering. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm only Ray. You're.
Yeah. Does that work? Can we? So she just spoiled the cameo. Can we bleep that out? That'll be so funny. <laughs> but leaving us talking about how she spoiled the cameo. We, st- we even built it up by saying we're going to bury yeah. the lead on who the yeah. cameos are. I was, Why did I you was, bury the lead on? I was trying to get in touch with my character. Cut it all out. Forget <laughs> I even said cameo. We'll bleep, That's my fault. Yeah. We'll bleep it out like she said Beatrix kiddo. Beatrix kiddo. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to read the stage directions. <laughs> <laughs> but he just looked right at him and did the exact opposite yeah. of what we had been talking I was about. Listening this is what I live with. This no. all the time. It's so funny. I was like, there's no way she just said that, right? Uh, I was playing uh, poker one time, and I went to, I finally had a two pair, which was the closest I'd ever come to winning. And instead of putting money down and said raise or whatever you say, mm. I just threw the money down and said two pair. <laughs> <laughs> Two bear. Uh, <laughs> like a uh, fold. <laughs> uh, Nicely done. Real yes. good slow play. Hire me to do your uh, your crimes. If we have any listeners out there who are hiring for crime, <laughs> hiring for crimes. <laughs> if we have any fans out Jess there who Reed's are cr- available. <laughs> crime hirers. <laughs> do you have crime? <laughs> Was, I've been meaning to get to all this crime. I, got, I, just, I have my uh, resume I up don't on Zoc time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crime time? It's hard to find crime time. <laughs> Need to outsource your crime. I'm a freelance crimer. Uh, well, Jessa Reed is for here for you. <laughs> she Fuck. will do your crimes and shout them out loud. <laughs> yeah. Robbing bank. She walks in, sets her cards down, and yells, "Robbing bank! Robbing this bank!" Uh, hi, when you leave, I'm gonna steal your car from you. Oh fuck! Oh. Well, this is like my podcast. So, uh, so you did Days and Confused? Huh? I did Days and Confused. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna read the stage directions. Uh, I'll be Charles. You'll be Charles, and you'll be Ray. Okay. Okay. Ext. A high school in America. Two long-haired American teenagers are standing under a tree in the foreground. It's the 1970s because they're wearing sweet vintage tees and ZZ Top is cranking. Ray is holding something like a vape pen but made out of paper. (laughs) He blows really awesome drug smoke. Oh, man, the last day of senior year. I can't wait to escape the terrible burdens of being a child receiving a free education. I don't know. Don't you ever worry that we're gonna we're trying too hard to grow up and that one day we might look back on these days as the happiest of our lives? <coughs> Mr. McKinley sucks. <laughs> Charles, too, looks super cool as he smokes drugs. A car pulls past them on its way to the school parking lot. It is filled with hot girls. They are wearing... (laughs) They are wearing halter tops and not bras. It is the 70s. (laughs) They smile and wave at the boys as they pass in slow motion. Wow, Sarah Kane is the hottest girl in school. You should invite her to the big party tonight. Oh, I don't know. Dude, for four years I've fantasized about you asking out (laughs) Sarah Kane. And today's your last chance. Is it? I find it this to be an arbitrary deadline. No, this is your last chance to do something cool that I can experience vicariously. (laughs) We literally have the rest of our lives. 
I think maybe our fear of change and uncertainty in the face of an unknown future is placing disproportionate significance on today's <laughs> events. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. Graduating means we can become something new. We can finally be the kind of guys that encourage their best friends to talk to girls we're too scared to talk to ourselves. Ray... I talk to Sarah all the time. Bullshit. We've had at least two classes together every year for the last four years. Dude, she doesn't even know you exist. Our graduating class is 215 people. <laughs> she definitely knows I exist. All right, all right, all right. Ray and Charles turn and see their friends, Matthew McConaughey and Johnny Depp, sitting in a classic car from when America was great and teenagers bought muscle cars and also their own houses. As they pull up, Foghat is playing on all eight of their tracks. Johnny Depp is wearing a bicentennial hat. It is 1976. Ray and Charles walk over to them. Matthew, Johnny, what's good? Drugs are good, but sometimes bad. Johnny is deaf tweaking. (laughs) Ray and Charles stare at him. He's right, he's right, he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Groovy, man. So, Matthew, what brings you here? High school girls. I can smell them. What the fuck did he just say? (laughs) Classic, Matt. That's why we call him the lady killer. Because he murders women? Matthew, what do you love most about the high school girls? I'll tell you what I love about high school girls. I keep getting older. They stay the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. That is the creepiest shit I have ever heard. There are not yet consequences for sexual misconduct and largely won't be for another 40 years. Led Zeppelin plays. <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> I did not know that was the ending. Uh, <laughs> yay! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You definitely nailed the McConaughey line. Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like I knew all the McConaughey stuff from this movie. Yeah. And I've always thought that they were a uh, really creepy. It's very really creepy. really creepy character that he got very famous for. And, like, we still. Like, Which he one wanted, of those lines He is won real? an Oscar. Uh, that's what I like They're... about high school girls. I keep getting older. They stay the <gasps> that's same That's real? Age. That is, like, the most famous well, line Well, so is all right, all right, all right, all yeah. right. Yeah, that I know all right. Well, I know okay, all right. But I didn't, I didn't know. know Gross. Yeah. I stay, yeah, they stay the same age. And that part, yeah, that part's just a documentary, too. They just use found footage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then, so Mormons can't watch weed movies, right? Well, Mormons can't watch anything rated R. You're not, if you're a good Mormon, I guess, you're not supposed to watch any R-rated movie. And that was like my, I viewed that as my challenge because I was, I always loved movies. And I thought, you know, God, this is my trial. This is my, my greatest temptation in life is to watch R-rated movies. I was never tempted to have sex with girls in high school or drugs or whatever, but I was always tempted to watch, uh, 
uh, like man on fire. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I, uh, and I, oh. but I would resist. I would say, yeah. no, this is, I have to prove to God how much I love him by refusing the things that I love most, which are movies. So I didn't watch any R rated movies until I was a grown ass man. Do Mormons just assume that Johnny Depp is in all R rated right, movies? So what I found out. <laughs> but there is some other famous guy in it. Is it like Ben Affleck or something? I don't remember. I haven't seen Days and Confused in a long time. There's th- someone else I who's think like ben that. Ben Affleck is in it. I think that, so I started reading this last night after I, uh, after, well, I guess it was still while I was writing it, but I, I was looking at Wikipedia summaries and I was shocked to know that Ben Affleck was yeah, in it. That's I right. was more shocked to find out that Johnny Depp is not in it. <laughs> uh, he actually plays a 1972 Dodge Charger. <laughs> <laughs> that, that talks yeah. <laughs> like Knight Rider. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I apparently confused, dazed and confused with fear and loathing uh, and thought that they were the same uh, movie. I thought that I thought in my in my mind, dazed and confused. I was like, that's got that's got Matthew McConaughey being a creep and Johnny Depp in a bucket hat. Uh, okay, and uh, I thought that they were they exist. Is so you, you watched movie Dazed universe? and Loathing. Yeah, Dazed and Loathing. <laughs> How does this fit into the Fear and Loathing universe? Oh, the FL, yeah. FLCU. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's in there. They're doing a crossover with Venom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like you 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 kind of really nailed how they sort of talk about. How they're like some of the characters are pretty aware about. Are we talking about growing up too much? Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh, really? some of them are a little yeah. bit aware about stuff like I that. Never saw it but then some of them are just like oblivious. Nothing happens in the whole movie. Yeah, it seems like a. Um, I've seen American Graffiti. I've yeah. seen uh, other movies about. Like I feel like I get this genre. It is almost exactly uh, the same as American Graffiti just, uh, twenty years later. Yeah. That's what, uh, when I was watching the trailer last night, I was like, oh, this is definitely. And then the people who look like they'll stay still actually progress, and the people who progress. Is it really thing. just it's like almost, that? It's it not, nothing really happens. the Richard Dreyfus. It, it kind of, I don't even know if Days and Confused would hold up. I know McConaughey's character would feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> 100% feel very weird. But it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's just one of those movies. I like it more than, I remember I liked it more is it than a, a good, lot of those Is other. it good as a stoner comedy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, some of the stoners in it are pretty funny. Okay. Oh, I thought that just was a stoner comedy. I don't think everyone's think a stoner. It, I think it's a stoner comedy and the coming of age. Maybe uh, not as much school. as like Fast Times is like a stoner comedy or something like that. Fast Times is a stoner comedy? Like at least. It's another pre- one I haven't seen. Yeah, hmm. prevalent weed. I don't know. Okay. The Weed was so cartoonish until like four years ago in yeah. movies. Yeah. It's it was true. like such a, the way everyone behaved and everything was so ridiculous. Uh, this I'm not taking a stance against it. It was funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. You did kind of this one. I don't know why this one lingered when there were like 400 Dazed and Confused came out in that decade, but this one's still around. Oh, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know either. Or maybe I'll finally check it out. The thing that I was most proud of, though, is when uh, I in my in my research last night when I was like uh, I started looking at the soundtrack mm-hmm. and there was something about there was like some article I clicked on that was comparing the soundtrack to Almost Famous and Dazed and Confused and uh, in that article about the soundtrack it talked about the the iconic opening scene in the parking lot uh, uh, of the school like that's that's the yeah. first scene and I was like fucking nailed it <laughs> yes I mean it's pretty there was a lot that's pretty close and then it's there's some of them talk, it, they just literally sit around and talk about because I was like what older. a funny what a funny that your whole movie is just this 
dumb conversation between these two guys, and that's actually what. Well, I thought about. that I had to just do one scene, and like I, when I saw yours, I was like, "Oh, you went, you've gone through the whole movie. There are multiple <laughs> montages here. You, yeah, there's montages. <laughs> we don't stick too hard to the logistics here. Okay. Yeah. we don't want to pull back the curtain on how the show is made. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's, you kind of nailed the whole. There's really only two places where things happen, maybe three in the home, and then they all just. It's all about going to a party, and then the party is kind of disappointing. Every, every wow. high school movie. Is. Yeah, yeah. That's where. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I want to know what was the first R-rated movie you saw. Um. Okay. the The very first R-rated movie I saw was Alien. That's what. That's what broke the dam. I watched <laughs> Alien with um, uh, some Mormon friends who are very Mormon, and they're like, "Yeah, we just we love Alien." And we prom- like, you know, it's not. I, I promise you, it's not. It's not that bad. It's. It says it's rated R, but really, it's better than most PG thirteen movies you'll see. And by better, they mean like you know, in terms of content, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And I, uh, they were absolutely right. There's there's nothing really rated R in it, and then there was just this moment where I was like, ha ha, you know what? This is a bullshit, arbitrary uh, line set up in the sand that someone just, because they said this is because the whole point of rated R, you're not supposed to see it, is you're not supposed to uh, take in stuff that's that's bad for you, evil for you, and stuff. And I watched it, and I was like, there was nothing bad in this movie. I want to watch more movies, and so I went that weekend. I just started tearing through like movies that I'd always wanted to see, and always said and like and always said no Next to up, man on fire yeah i watched <laughs> man on fire when this happened that oh, i'm, I'm uh, mid mid 20s late it was before oh, wow. it was before my son was born so it's okay. like so it's in the 26 26 like wow. that uh man on fire was very disappointing to me every every single boy <laughs> that i was friends with in high school said man on fire was his favorite movie and then I watched Man on Fire, and I was like, as, as a 26-year-old, yeah. and I thought, oh, yeah, this seems like it would be really cool shit if I was 16. <laughs> uh, I would I would also love this if I was 16, but really, it's uh, it's not that great. <laughs> some, of the, some, some of the movies I've gotten to see, though, like classics that I've always yeah. kept myself from watching that now I finally see. It's, it's just it's so interesting amazing. that Alien was what opened the floodgates, mm-hmm. yeah. and also that violence doesn't hold the same stigma as sexual content does. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, Absol- I'm not like breaking any ab- new ground by saying that. No, abs- absolutely that not. That movie's rated R for violence, right? Maybe language. Yeah, but there's still only uh, there the the violence that is depicted in it. There, there's like a, the chest buster scene yeah. the, that's super famous, yeah. and that's, that's about it. And I feel like you could probably get away uh, with that scene in a PG-13 movie today. Yeah, thank you. You can say fuck in a PG thirteen movie. Now, you can say right? fuck twice in a PG thirteen movie. Wow, really? <laughs> what yeah. a court! What a fun email chain that probably yeah. was. <laughs> then, Give us two. But this was part For of the tag? stuff that I that I found out in uh, like that I I would just start I started noticing the hypocrisy in this rule yeah. because you could wa- I could watch an old like police academy movie that was rated PG. Yeah, and there were boobs in it. Yeah. And they said they they tons swore of, tons, they, tons of, of tons of swear words and all kinds of stuff yeah. and that but like just when it came out it got rated PG plus a lot of those sound effects are pretty risky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so crazy. So I want to. Mine was Porky's when I was six. Yeah. See, that's what I want to talk about. Like, what's the difference here in 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 what? <laughs> Like, legitimately the movie that would have been the reason to not watch rated R movies. Yeah, yeah. My parents, it was New Year's Eve, and my parents were, uh, left us with a babysitter. so romantic. And I talked the babysitter into uh, letting me watch Porky's, because 
my parents had like watched it and uh, wouldn't let me watch it. You know, wouldn't even do the covering of the eyes thing. Yeah. So I was just obsessed with this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do yeah. you feel like as a, I don't know if you like remember? How do you feel have that having watched the movie as a kid? I did. I didn't get it. I didn't yeah. get it at all. So I was like, I don't understand what the. Uh, I mean, I I think I, I knew I understood sex by that point to a certain extent. I got the innuendo, but uh, it was a. <clears throat> it was a letdown, and then it bugged me, oddly enough, because I lied all the time when I was a kid, but that particular thing, like, like weighed on my conscience. So when I was, like, nine, I was like, I have to tell you guys something. I watched Porky's uh, years three ago. years ago. <laughs> um, and then, I, yeah, I think I was allowed to watch most rated R movies as a kid. I was not uh This is such sheltered. a different... This is so different. Yeah, these are such. I yeah, mean, I'm not. So we. I don't want to. I don't want to give you guys any news, yeah. but you have different upbringings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to write this down. Uh, so our po- our podcast, Mormon and the Meth Head, is essentially examining that yeah. difference that we just uh, there's and there's a million different examples. Have of you it. ever delved pretty deep into it, specifically with like movies or entertainment or anything like that? Like what the exposure? No, level we well, saved no. that for you, Kyle. Oh, there thank is you. a ton. Uh, he has seen everything, so he is. When I talk about stuff, he's like, "Yeah, like blah blah blah." Like uh, you ever seen you, you know the movie? And I never have seen anything, okay. and so I don't get any of the references. Do you think this might be a product of withholding and then? Getting it later in life. <laughs> well, I just always yeah. loved movies. I don't think Jessa likes movies that much. She doesn't want to. Uh, she's. I, I. I love sitting and watching movies and talking about them. So I always did. When I was in high school, I would read the Wikipedia pages of R-rated movies just so that I could know like the the summary of it and why it's important and and and, and stuff. I, I would like research movies that I never even watched. So I always liked movies, but then yes, once I got to the point where I was like I'm watching R-rated movies now, there was then that period of time where I was just like let my brother had given me a hard drive that had like 400 mm-hmm. illegally pirated movies on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. and I just spent I spent an entire summer just watching uh everything on that hard drive that he had. That's crazy. I never, That's... I don't have the attention span to finish anything. My parents had that box that steals cable. Yeah. Uh, when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the you could just... was just like readily available and illegal. Yeah, you yeah. could like buy it from <laughs> yeah. your friend at the pool hall or whatever. <laughs> and then you just plug it in and you get all of the cable. And, and back then, pay-per-view played uh, the same movie on a loop. Mm-hmm. And my favorite movie was Thelma and Louise, and I had watched it no less than 40 times and did not find out until I was an adult that uh, that they die at the end. I had no <laughs> idea. I had watched it so many times, but I notoriously get up. I'm done with a movie 20 yeah. minutes before the movie is done. <laughs> and so I had watched it over okay. and over and over again and had uh, no idea. I was like, what could happen from just here? An, just they another American prison. success yeah. story. <laughs> and then you just get up and go make something to eat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. That happened when I was in a freshman in high school. We watched Selena, and I missed the second day, and I'd never heard of Selena, and I didn't know what happened. And I came back in, and I was like, "What happens to the end of Selena?" And everyone's like, "She gets killed." And I was like, "No, what happens?" And then <laughs> the teacher made us made everyone rewatch the end of Selena, like the last like twenty five or thirty yeah. minutes again. And I was like, "Oh, so she was real?" Like I yeah. just I didn't even know she yeah. was real, and I just assumed she had a fine career or something. What a, what a weird. <laughs> she was real. Yeah. Uh, but now you know she seemed. Seemed nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. She did. She did. And then, so we were talking a little bit beforehand. We're starting to make a tally of who has or hasn't seen The Godfather because it comes up more often than anything else. Where people, I'll ask people, like, what movie do you want to write? And maybe that's not in the forefront of their mind because it's maybe the most famous movie. Yeah. No one has seen it. You've seen it. 
I've seen it. Aaron, it was one. Of, that was in that first summer. Is it? I haven't seen it, and I thought I was the only person that hadn't seen it. No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of them. So, so is it a generational thing? Maybe it's less it's, common I for think your it's, generation. It's who getting have not to be a it? kind of an old movie. Okay. You know, 1972 was a while ago, and so I think yeah, there's a uh, a bunch of it is. It's also so ubiquitous, like it's everywhere. It's referenced in everything. There's so many homages to it. Uh, people, it's very quotable. I mean, like I think I had never seen The Godfather, but I had seen You've Got Mail, which just taught, which is just like Tom Hanks just goes through all of his favorite Godfather quotes. Like it's referenced everywhere that I think maybe a bunch of people get it they understand like, do you they think know it what would it make is. the movie less good it, like if I've never seen it but I've been overly immersed in it didn't for me okay. it was I I love it so much it is a near perfect movie yeah. and it's so like everyone talked about it I knew about it my whole life and I finally watched it uh, and it blew me away. So you would say best one's probably the third one, and then the other two after that are kind of <laughs> the, just whatever you have time for. The the, the God, Godfather two is held up all the time as uh, this this perfect sequel, the the rare sequel that's better than the original. Bullshit. That's so. <laughs> you're so. That's the dumbest take I've heard. There's no possible way Godfather two is better than the original Godfather. It's good. Godfather two is good, but it's not better. The first one is is impeccable. It's just amazing, and then and the second one's okay. Now the Godfather. I have, I think we've even talked about the. I don't understand the timeline. Or who are is Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando the same character? Yeah, okay. They're the only they're the only uh, time that two different actors have been uh, have received uh, Oscars for playing the same uh, character. I think. I, think I mean, so. probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> they well, both, did, they... did well? Did Keanu Reeves win one for the second and third Matrix movies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then so, but yeah, there's. I love. I love. So, like, I watch Godfather every year now. Um, and every time on I the do, same day. Uh, well, it's always in the summertime because that was the first time that I saw the Godfather was in the summer. Okay. Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, I still. It's usually like in August or whatever that sure. I, I I get the the feeling to watch mm-hmm. uh, Godfather again. But I always it seems like the beginning get on my of a phone. Poem. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was at Sun's Peak. <laughs> Uh, the feeling returns, right. and he celebrated the solstice the only way he knew how. <laughs> I love, but I love God. I was gonna say I just read trivia on my phone as I watch it. I the God the Godfather has so trivia much about good the trivia. Godfather, yeah. or just like stuff just, about like just, buildings, you know, just pop culture. <laughs> I just play, I just play <laughs> HQ. Just no, the the it's one of those movies that has a million great stories behind it, and there's trivia for like, oh, did you know that in this scene that this cat was actually Marlon Brando found on set, and like there's so many cool things about it. Maybe we life. could pause and give you a chance to bring up a better fact. That's <laughs> weird. You guys haven't seen the movie. If it's you've iconic. Seen this cat. It's an iconic. Yeah. He's whole, he's the, he's it's, the, he's I the thought most, it was Schrodinger yeah. who found that. <laughs> I don't even like, know what that he's reference like, is. Make, make me, the whole make Hire me, me to do your crime. <laughs> Hire me to do your crime. We got Crimer from Ghostbusters. So he's petting in here. a cat that he's wasn't holding, in the script. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Which that just, is, he found on the, he found on the lot. The cat loved him and he just kept holding it. And it's so. Oh, and that's like a ubiquitous thing is the cat with the. He invented the cat with the mob boss. He invented the cat with the mob boss. That's pretty good fact. He's just this imposing. <laughs> you saw can we edit it guy. so I came up with that fact? <laughs> <laughs>
what is I always hear this thing about Marlon Brando. I don't know if it's with The Godfather or with other things where he wouldn't memor he would have lines like hidden around on the set and because he wouldn't memorize the script and then he would a lot of the stuff that people associate with him like he was such a good actor like yeah. he would scream at everyone till they cried you know <laughs> acting. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, uh, hey, I talked to, to Jeffrey Tambor about that. He, uh, they we can't get him on here. He's too big. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen everything. He won't come on. No, uh, I as Marlon Brando uh, got older, he got notoriously awful to work with. Like uh, Apocalypse Now, he was supposed to have a much bigger role in Apocalypse Now, but he showed up late and fucking fat and just, like wouldn't and did, and he could like so so out of shape he couldn't do any of the work that he, he was, was supposed ta- to that's do. That's method acting. So he they was just, taking the title they just, like, literally. They changed his entire role and just put him in one dark corner in the shadows <laughs> so that you couldn't see how what? fat that he was. <laughs> they made his character be deathly ill because he was deathly ill. Uh, but yeah, so Godfather Two, mm-hmm. there's a, a I call pl- it Godfather also. <laughs> Godfather also. Yeah. He, um, there's a scene at the end where there's like a flashback scene where all the kids are at the table again, and Marlon Brando was supposed to be in that scene at the table, um, and he just refused to come out of his trailer. He was there. He was the, there. He was there. <laughs> he was there for oh. that scene, and he was just like, "Fuck, fuck, Francis, fuck off! I don't want to do it." So he's not in the second one at all. He's not. He's not. But it's he just, was twenty feet away, sitting it, in a trailer. He's sitting in a trailer for at least for at least the scene. This this one scene where they're at, like you know before Michael goes off to war or something. Uh, they're yes. like having one last Christmas dinner together, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Papa. But Papa's not. He's like upstairs, or whatever. Like hasn't come down yet. He was supposed to be in that scene, but he was just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. But he went all the way there. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's who, just one of those. You know, just he's those. just quirky. He's, just, he's yeah. a real quirky guy. That's <laughs> that blows my mind. So what is so so Jess, you've never seen anything? I've seen a few things, but I have not well, seen most movies. That's kinda how I what is the trash that you've seen the most? Is there something you've seen twenty times? Or some uh, show that you rewatch instead of investing in anything else? I like I have been through phases. I I was obsessed with Madonna when I was young. Uh, I've seen Who's That Girl, okay. which is definitely a reference <laughs> neither of you are going to get. Yeah. Uh, Who is that girl? A, a terrible Madonna, Madonna, Shanghai Surprise, yeah. her and Sean Penn. That's when I watched movies is when I was young. And what's a Shanghai Surprise? It was a Sean Penn and Madonna movie. Oh, okay. Um, oh, did you mean literally together. what is a Shanghai <laughs> yeah. Surprise, though? I thought, said, I, thought you, I, I, said, I thought you were talking about Who's That Girl, and they were like, and then they, sh- they Shanghai Surprise her. God, uh, what Sean was Penn. that girl? That yeah. sounded like a weird sexual act that was done upon her and Sean Penn. It's just combining yeah. all Probably. the Madonna's Sh- movies into one sentence. Uh, yes. Uh, and a then Desperately Seeking Susan. A League of Their Own was good. That's great. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. I don't think we'll that always was like... have We'll always have that Madonna movie together. Yeah. What was that? Uh, Wasn't she in Dick Ava? Tracy too? Yeah. Uh, and then Aviva, what was it, Aviva? Yeah, Ava Perone. Wasn't yeah. she Ava Perone in the movie? Yeah, that was too much singing, which is weird. As a Madonna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, like Ma- I like Madonna. I didn't like when I found yeah. out she'd sang. Or was it like a foreign, <laughs> I can't watch anything with subtitles. <laughs> Nothing? Uh, oh, the worst movie I've ever seen was a movie called Annapolis that my <laughs> husband uh, at the time made me go to, and it was the it was a it was a boxing movie. I've never even heard. It of It was this. a contrived. Who we looked it up the other day when I was talking about Aaron. Who was it? Who's in it? James Franco. James Franco. Oh, so it's Diggs. a recent movie. I wasn't even like getting a decade. It's like two thousand six. Two thousand. Yeah, I thought I'd pull it out of the uh, decade before you guys were born. Um, 
It, Thank you. It it's, was... Hold on. It's only 57 minutes long. That can't be right. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's no a, way. It is a movie that came out that it's is gotta be an hour not 57. one hour long. <laughs> And Jessa left 20 minutes before it ended. Oh, it was. So, we did leave 20 minutes before no, it ended. this can't be right. It was so bad. This, it was like yeah. the most cheesy, contrived boxing movie. It was like. It, it, and he's in the Navy? It was he so wa- Yeah, or he wants bad. to be in the Navy? It was so he's bad. He's at least in Annapolis. Yeah. <laughs> he's in one Annapolis. <laughs> it was only like tropes, and it was awful. And so the whole time I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. This movie's terrible. To so my then boyfriend. And then the. Uh, the film melted. What do you mean? The actual, Literally? like, we're at the movie theater and the thing went and melted <laughs> because I have magic powers. Yeah. Oh, Can you man. imagine? Yeah. That could have been the only copy. It was the only copy in the, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at how well this did at the box office, and that could have been the only copy of Annapolis <laughs> that's why that they had anywhere. That's why and it's they only were playing 57. it in Delaware. Oh wow! The only re- the reason now it's only fifty seven minutes long is it's because Jessa <laughs> burned it halfway through. Forty five minutes of it burned down. Oh, if that felt longer oh, than fifty seven minutes. I this know is that. the tagline. Oh, there's multiple taglines to oh, Annapolis. Ugh. You know, because someone you just you can't narrow it down. Uh, here's one: where heroes are born and legends are made. Yep, which that's yep. has been a tagline to at least a dozen movies. And here's the the official tagline: fifty thousand apply, twelve hundred are accepted. <laughs> Only the best survive. It's <laughs> just like nothing to that. What a fucking that. propaganda bullshit. So I grew up in Maryland, and we would have like Navy recruiters come to our high school all the time. And and for a lo- and I, as a Boy Scout, I would go on a yearly trip to Annapolis, and I thought I wanted to be in the. Na- I was like, that was my dream because they they hype it up, and you're just like, yeah, only the best. And it just feels like the Naval Academy wrote that down. Like we want to make sure we get the statistic in the tagline of how many we accept. It might have been made. It might have been made by the by the Naval Academy. No, it actually the number one trivia is this picture was made without the. Support of the U.S. Department <laughs> of the Navy. Because <laughs> it's The terrible. Navy was like, no. Was like, they're like, yeah. we, we already bought this Three Doors Down uh. song. We have to put it in something. <laughs> like, we, we were hoping, oh. this isn't it. This isn't what we were uh, <laughs> hoping for. This is, the, the trivia is incredible. The trailer shows a battleship exploding and people falling into a pool at what appears to be a party. Neither of these things appear in the film. <laughs> it what is, is this just, footage? Was, what, time, what year did Coast Guard movie come out with Ashton Kutcher? Oh, he, that was like a Navy SEAL Ashton Kutcher or whatever? Yeah, I thought like... I felt like that was like really big for the Coast Guard because that movie did well. People were like, "Oh yeah, the Coast Guard is is cool." And IMDb useful. says Ashton Kutcher was an actor from 1998 to 2006. <laughs> <laughs> it gave his, his career an end date on IMDb. Oh man, that's that's cold. <laughs> the Guardian, the Guardian. That, the I remember Guardian. the Guardian just because it had Guardian. that Snow Patrol song that everyone liked. In, oh, it did. Uh, yeah. The trailer is like a really sad Snow Patrol oh. song. Also, the same year. So maybe so, this yeah, is like I an just, Armageddon Deep Impact I feel like, situation. I, exactly. I feel like the Navy the Navy probably was like interested at first. They're like, yeah, we want to get some of that uh, Kevin Costner shit. It seems more like it's a Deep Impact, another Deep Impact situation. <laughs> where there's just two of the worst versions of the movies coming out the same year. Oh, but does, so does, did James Franco do any Navy shit? He just boxes. He doesn't I go on like a, a destroyer. I feel like I'm trying to remember what it, I was just like, are you kidding? Like, I need the dialogue to be good and compelling. I don't like a ton of action. It was montage scene after montage scene after montage scene with this super feigned the thing about these boxing academies in the Navy are 50,000 apply uh, <laughs> 1,200 get in <laughs> 
<laughs> Only the strong survive. Uh, and it was like a real feigned like conflict, and like the stakes weren't. Yeah. were nothing but uh but they would try to use music to make the stakes feel more and then it was like oh, uh, i i can barely uh, re- i just remember being like are you i just kept leaning over are you fucking kidding me? and you stayed for the whole thing no i until stayed until i burns. melted it until that's what it melted with my eyes what, I, what happened and what? then he was mad at me this is how irrational <laughs> uh, he was mad at me because of course i did yeah, it because yeah. i wanted it so bad there is a possibility i wanted it enough to like how, to have stepped us yeah. onto a different timeline where this movie just melted and then it was the only one they had in the building which is weird <laughs> and so then we were leaving they gave us free tickets to come back and see yeah. Annapolis, and I was like, I will not. Be we'll get that. a. They have to get another copy. They only made fifty thousand copies of the movie, and twelve hundred <laughs> of them burned up, and only one survived. <laughs> Good. Uh, this is the first movie I've ever seen where none of the characters have last names. That's how bad you know it is. Well, James Franco's character has a last name, but then there's Ref, AJ, Burton, Bill, Kevin. <laughs> Someone's named Ali in the boxing movie, which seems like a little bit uh, midshipman. <laughs> midshipman. Oh, God, I wish I could remember. Is there a synopsis? Oh, yeah. Because I could explain what sucks more if I could remember. So there's the, the brief one, which sounds like a robot tried to make a movie. Uh, a young man from the wrong side of the tracks whose yes. dream is attending Annapolis becomes a reality. The, <laughs> the wrong side of the tracks in the ocean? <laughs> Uh, mm. A man born yeah. on the wrong side of the mid Atlantic bridge. I playing up the playing up the the wrong side of the tracks, but it was like not not really that believable with young James Frank. And then it says like, here like, he's born like, in a shipbuilder's family and wants to join the navy. That sounds like literally the yeah. right side of the tracks. His parents live where the tracks go to the ships. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's uh, very strange. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Yes. Ah, uh, let me think. Uh, lots. Really? Yeah. Or I'll just... This always seems to be like people either are like, I'm totally fine with walking out of movies or I stick through it no matter... Like no one's really ever walked out of one or two. I was. I did a five-year stint in Christianity and during that uh, we went to Natural Born Killers, which... We, really? Yeah. We watched rated R <laughs> movies, but like that is I just is saw a, that. Yeah. Can you imagine? So we're like 18 years old. I was just turned on. That will and hit I you at like, the most perfect. Yeah, yeah Julia. Uh, yeah. Uh, that movie was hot as fuck. I imagine and being 18 and seeing that movie, it will really affect your life. Yeah. No matter what is happening in your life, it's like that's the exact right age to have a movie completely change what's happening for you. Yeah. No, it definitely, the rest of the night was fun, but like we were like, uh, we're going to have to like repent for this tomorrow. Should yeah. we leave? And so we left. <laughs> I uh, took a, a Mormon girl out on a date one time. Um, I think this is at, this is after my mission, the, uh, or maybe right before. But it was in Idaho. I took a I, t- I met this cute girl. I asked her out on a date. We went to go see a movie. We saw Accepted, starring Justin, Justin Long. Long. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just like a camp nowhere, uh, uh, but for college. Mm-hmm. And and it was fine or whatever. I was I was enjoying it. I think. And then the girl turned to me at one point and was like, um, "Will you take me home?" Because she was, you know, Mormon. They teach you that at Mormon church, too. It's like, if you if there's something uh, offensive, you should follow the promptings of the spirit and get up and leave. Uh, but I was not happy about this. Yeah. About leaving? About leaving. Because I fucking, I, I fucking bought a ticket for, for me and you. Yeah. And I don't even get to finish the movie. You can, if you don't like it, like you can wait. I guess until I'm done. 
uh, I didn't say any of that. I just said, oh, of course, yeah, sure. But yeah. I knew immediately I'm never talking to this girl again. And I just really politely like drove her back to her house and then drove straight back to the theater and caught the last like 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> to the same, like where I we were just yeah, the same show. I, t- I was like, I want to see how it ends. <laughs> Does he get accepted? Do, do the, yeah. Do the, do they, do the, does the shenanigans get pulled off? Turns out the word accepted has more than one meaning. Oh. This and more tonight at nine. That's we when I one time I had a friend who worked in a movie theater and it was like the bad, crappy movie theater. I love I used hometown. to work in one of those. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, there's like the way loved better it. AMC that was yeah. down the street and this is yeah, like the but crappy this is like, one. Was it like a the dollar theater it, it second just, run? It was yeah, it was half that and then it would have like two movies at a time and okay. then it would be showing like an old cartoon. Okay. Like, like a four-year-old I cartoon love, or anything. I love movie theaters yeah. like this. And it's, we went there once because he was like, we got the Hulk. And we're going to watch the Hulk at midnight. Yeah. Uh, and it's for the only the employees. Yeah. And it was I like, did, did we work at the – I just make you work me at so Blue, happy. What, what, do you work at Blue I Springs work, 8? No, I worked at the real theater, E-R, you know, R-E-E-L, yeah. the real theater. Yeah. Any business that's a pun, you're like, there's a better version of you somewhere else <laughs> in the city. <laughs> And we went and we got there and they put in the Hulk. It was just the employees and their friends. And it was uh, was a Edward Norton, like the first Edward Norton Hulk or something. So oh, we're all okay. excited because it's the dude from Rounders is in the Hulk. And, <laughs> and we go and they didn't get the Hulk. They got the happening with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and it came out the same day. And oh, no. we all were upset. And people started leaving, and it was it's so bad. It's maybe the worst mm-hmm. movie I've ever seen. And people were like screaming, even though none of us paid a single dollar to be here. Oh wow! And you could clearly leave. We all got free food, and we're still complaining. And it was terrible. But I sat through the whole thing. I don't think I ever have walked out. Nice uh, of a movie. I'd be too cheap, or I'd feel like I miss I miss working at those th- at the theater though. I'd do so many midnight show. Like after the theaters closed, we would yeah. just stick around and watch the Prestige. Uh, that was for my birth. Like we got the yeah. Prestige on my birthday, and I was, uh, I was like, I called my brother. I was like, "You're gonna come watch the Prestige tonight. <laughs> it's great. That's much good, better than the Happening. That would be, much better. Yeah, I'd say much better than the Happening as well. What? Uh, okay, we got some 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 games here. Some okay, a couple of dumb games to play here. The first one's a very pun-driven game. Uh, we explained a little bit beforehand called Before and Afters, where I will read the plot to a made-up movie, and you tell me the title, and it's two movie titles smashed into one. Okay. You tell, you're going to tell me the I'll plot. I'll read you the plot. And we you already with, have made the pun. I've already made the pun. Okay. You just don't know it yet. Okay. And this so, game relies on your knowledge of movie titles. Yeah, so movie Aaron titles. will field these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> uh, I'd love to see what you come up with, though. Mm-hmm. And feel free to work together or see who can They're win. all just Annapolis Million Dollar Baby Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> only two. Yeah, they're all a million dollar Banapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Annapolis Baby Driver. <laughs> What if an, if Annapolis was in here, I would have probably shut my computer when you started talking about it. Um, okay, number one. There's four. A creature the size of skyscrapers attacks... New- I thought you were taking notes for some reason. Uh, I was like, he's really I'm serious getting, about this. A right. uh, creature the size of skyscrapers attacks New York City in an effort to play a game of catch with his father and maybe even the ghost of Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh. A Godzilla of their own? <laughs> That's close. You're like in the you're in the right close. world for the whole thing. Ah, uh, Cloverfield of Dreams. Cloverfield of Dreams. Cloverfield of Dreams. <laughs> I could oh, I, I, I kept say. just being like Godzilla <laughs> of Dreams. <laughs> Just... I was thinking of Field of Dreams. Did I say a Godzilla of their own? A Godzilla of their own. Which sounds which sounds nice. Like it was, build it, they'll how... come or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
when the Japanese people see us making our own Godzilla movies, <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, look, a Godzilla of their own. <laughs> Godzilla of their own. Oh, it's, it's really fat, just like oh. them. Good for those oh, fat. Good for them. And they put Madonna in it. <laughs> I didn't know she sang. <laughs> All right. All right, that one's a pretty concise okay. one. I don't do a very good job of combining the movie plots, so the next ones are a little longer. <laughs> During the Civil War, a mysterious stranger and a Mexican outlaw form an uneasy partnership to collect reward money, then must team up to beat out a sadistic criminal, leading to a showdown in a trendy bar where barmaids are expected to tantalize customers with dancing. Good, bad, and ugly coyote. Almost the right exact. Good, bad, and the coyote ugly. And the coyote ugly. Uh, Damn it! You were ready though. I was going for young ugly. guns. <laughs> <laughs> young guns and full of. No, he wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't do that. I'm sorry. I'm letting you go first on all the other ones. <laughs> okay. I felt. I felt you, Aaron. I felt you getting that one though. Uh, you can feel it. All I right. love. Yeah. I love good, bad, and the ugly. It's Number great. three. Three years after the scandal that ended his career, an aging rocker slash politician selects a British TV personality to conduct a one-on-one interview with him about how he has magically revived his life by turning into a snowman. <sighs> this is one of the hardest ones we've ever had, I think. Okay. Although I think you saw it. I think I got it. Uh, frozen Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you grew up in yeah. New Jersey with an ice cream man. Uh, that's Frozen Jerry Maguire. He comes frozen. around. That's Frozen Jerry. Hey, Frozen Jerry Maguire. Oh, can I get a fro- uh, hey, how about I'll give you some ice cream when you show me the money, hey, kid? Show, show me the pasta. <laughs> I'll take uh, Candy Gooding Jr. <laughs> you are not, like, the pun is not your game. You just literally, these are two things. You didn't know ever to put anything together. She only knows six movies. I know, this is so funny. The fact that she got to Young Guns and... Uh, oh, oh anything Kiefer Sutherland. I was obsessed yeah. with Kiefer mm. Sutherland, so mm. I've seen all of those. Anyway, is it Frosty Nixon? It's, uh, no. You're what? close, though. Okay. Go, you tell me. I think that's all I got. Jack Frost Nixon. Jack Frost Nixon. Yeah. Jack Fro- Oh, Jack Frost. Yeah. I mean, that, is that Michael Keaton? Uh, I that? don't remember who that was. I don't oh, okay. remember. All right. Uh, all right. Last one. <laughs> Two lifelong friends are buried in debt. <gasps> they decide to make an adult film to raise some cash, but are hunted by a merciless killer after the same money, while an aging lawman attempts to put the pieces together while reflecting on the world changing around him. Go for it, Jessa. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about Wait, this, too. Can you, read, can you go and <laughs> yeah, read, it read, it read it again? Uh, I actually didn't write any of these down, so let me <laughs> Two lifelong friends are buried in debt. They decide to make an adult film to raise some cash, but are hunted by a merciless killer after the same money, while an aging lawman attempts to put the pieces together, reflecting on the world changing around him. Zach and Miri make a departed. Oh, you're so, so close. close. So close. I But I don't, I don't know what you, I'm supposed to you're do You're half either. right. It's just uh, Zach and Miri make just... a departed. <laughs> I think... Zach and Miri make a you departed from the game. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was. You're, the fir- you're right on the first you're, one. Yeah. You're right on the first one. All right, I is Zach and Miri the the that's movie they're looking. That's where I just can't figure out what the what the pun is. I've, unless but I'm thinking of the wrong a, movie. But are hunted by a merciless killer yeah. after the same money, while an aging lawman attempts to put the pieces together, 
while reflecting on the world changing I, around it, him. It's, it's just like no country for Zach and Miri. So, no, Zach and Miri make a make a no country for Zach old men. Zach and Miri make a poor no country for old men. <laughs> make a poor no oh country. God. Fuck. Kyle. <laughs> make a poor no country. <laughs> it, yeah, actually uh, change it to P O O R too. It's yeah, a poor no poor. country. Make a poor pun. Yeah, it's just like uh, like uh, I like how in this in this pun movie. It wasn't though, quite as they're... good as Make a Departed. Make yeah. a Departed. <laughs> I like wordplay. Yeah, it's Zach, I, I like advanced wordplay. I would like what, what Zach. What kind of movie do you want to make? I'd like to make I don't know like a like a poor man's No Country. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they make No Country for Men on no budget. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Well, make a porno. Country. Make a porno. Kyle. That was really good. <laughs> I got to give a shout out. We give it every every episode, but Aaron in Upstate New York, who is a fan of the show and listens, sent me about three hundred before and after titles, and I just come up with the. Uh, so he the came plot. up with Zach and Mary make a porno country fold men, and I come oh. up with the plot. Way uh, to try to pin this off on one of your fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, right now would be a good time to point well, out that I didn't he, write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- and he has so there's so many good ones in there. I I wrote I wrote them for a long time and just kept making one of them catch me if you can every time because there's yeah. so many good <laughs> syllables and catch me if yeah. you can. Uh, so we got a bunch of good ones to work with, and so thanks to those. All uh, right, next game. This game is called Three Tracks. What we do is I have audio from three famous movie scenes playing simultaneously. Okay. And you can just guess while it's playing what the three movie scenes are. And some people say it sounds uh, terrifying. And a lot of feedback we get about this game is maybe come up with some other games. And <laughs> <laughs> but this is, uh, this is these three here. I don't okay. even remember what they are. But okay. We'll try and guess them. Shall we? Between Jack's Back Taxes and the Fred Hayes Show. Anderson. <laughs> I'd say that was a pretty spectacular any ideas? I want a two of them. Okay, what are they? You can get some right now while playing. No, my brain's great at, at listening to this, yes, but I just have never heard anything. So one of them is Shrek. One Shrek. Is that the Eddie Murphy Shrek. one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cameron Diaz. Mike Myers. The other one's Apollo 13. The one's Apollo 13. Uh, I cannot hear what the third one is. I have no idea. That that guy talking right there? That actor is deceased. Cagney. Uh, no. Is it a courtroom thing? Classroom. Is Robin Williams? Is it Dead Poets Dead Society? Dead Poets Society. It is. Holy Dead Poets Society. Okay. Thank you for the clues. I wouldn't have... It was so, as soon as I heard Shrek, I couldn't make yeah. Shrek go. I was like, get out. I got like Apollo fun. 13 right away, yeah. and then Shrek, and then I was like, where is the third audio? I could, I yeah. couldn't. I think that's what my brain sounds like all the time, so I could very easily be like, all right, I'm on this one. What a one. fascinating look shut, into your mind. It's, yeah. Shut the other two off and listen. Clearly, I was just like, I just clearly have not so heard. So you, you knew these were the three movies, just not what these I could, three movies I could were. Tune, I can tune in and out. And that's why we're a team. Yeah. If only but we then I had a, no yeah. idea. Yeah. That's crazy. It's fun to watch people listen to those because you can see people directionally, even if they're just like, 
like moving a little bit. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they're trying to switch what movie yeah. they're listening to. Yeah. I kept doing that, like, turn my yeah, head just, to listen to a different I movie. I went through all of them, like, three times. <laughs> and was like, oh, I'm right. these movies. Well, our uh, last game, the last thing on the whole podcast, we, we're going to go back around to Kyle's dad describes a movie trailer, having okay. never having heard of the movie and only seen the trailer. Okay. And so we'll let this play, and then uh, I'm gonna write. I'm going to write down what I thought what I thought it was. Do you want a pen, uh, or are you just going to use the back I'm of this? Gonna, I'm, I'm just <laughs> When I turn this, when I turn this blank piece of paper around, I for those. <laughs> it, it, it was blank check. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, wasn't that just like the height of your imagination? Yeah. With a, a blank check, I was like, I want a house with a slide that goes from my room to right. a swimming pool. That also that, really made you think a million dollars was five billion dollars. It really did. He, Which maybe yeah. in the nineties it was. This maybe. was the, the big boom. Also just I loved the idea. I wanted I wanted a, as a child, as like a nine year old kid, I wanted a serious, committed relationship with an adult woman. Right. That really That's doesn't I, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, how do I get an adult woman to run through fountains with me? Uh, Five billion dollars. <laughs> That's all that it takes. You can have her on retainer for whatever she does, which is no job. If you and were... also the guy oh, who just drove his limo. Oh, is that the Demi Moore movie with Woody Harrelson where? Um, no, she pays. The <laughs> guy pays to fuck her. No, no, that's oh. indecent proposal. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. No, I guess you guys you're were think, just you're thinking about... a pretty woman, and that's Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. No, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, you just were talking about a check to get oh, a woman. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Blank but, check. Is it a Disney movie? It is. I think it's a kid. It's a kid. A bad guy gives a kid. He like a blank runs the kid's check. bike over, and he just hands him a blank check. He's like, "Yeah, kid, your parents will figure it out." And then the kid writes in one million dollars and now he has a million dollars a bank cashes it a bank cashes wow. it for this child he buys himself a mansion, mansion a castle uh, a, a limousine uh, a chauffeur and a wife uh, uh with this one million dollar Plus check all the things that, that's back in the 90s when if you wanted a big tv you had to get 400 small tvs and stack yeah. them on top of each other and somehow play one thing through all of them oh man oh, boy. that kid was living large but if you were a gold digger if you were like i'm just gonna marry someone for money would you, wouldn't you pick a twelve year old? Wasn't over? she actually secretly a cop? Oh, she shit. was like was investigating she? to see where he got all this money from. No oh, one stops yeah. anything from happening the whole time. That's yeah. what's so crazy. <laughs> he walks into the bank and he they think he's a mobster named Juice, so they give him a million dollars in cash. I don't remember this part. Yeah, because they, they think he's a twelve year old mobster. Yeah, they're looking for a guy named Juice to come pick up the money, and then the actual Juice shows up, and so then he starts getting tailed by Juice by the, mo- so which the also, mobsters are hunting him. I remember that. Yeah, but it's just like it seems really easy. You could just go break that kid's legs. And he went by Mister Macintosh because he had an Apple computer, and there's mm-hmm. ne- nothing. Did he not have parents? No, he did. That was the thing. He felt slighted. He thought they forgot his birthday or something. <laughs> And then at the uh, end, he goes back to his house, and they have cake for him, and everything's fine. And there's no legal repercussions. It's a good movie. It's a great. Wow. Movie. Check <laughs> it out. Check it out. Okay, so here's here's the movie trailer my dad described. We'll guess it here after this one plays. Okay. Okay. So he's <laughs> hanging out at the diner. The server really wants to know what he does for a job. Now he's going out with a waitress. They're going to run. A lot of very colorful shots of cars. That's really his name? He's <laughs> too young for this. What? He loves music. Now they're yelling at each other while dressed as Austin Powers. <laughs> what? Oh, I know that. 
I got. It's not what I originally thought. What did you? What did you? Okay, guess. My, yeah. Equalizer was the first thing that I thought when he said di- <laughs> diner. And someone asking him what his job was. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought of like an Equalizer trailer. Okay. Where he's like sitting there and they're like, oh, "What do you do?" And he's like, oh, no, no, "Definitely yeah. not kill people." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Jessa, this is a movie you know of. Oh, it's, really? It's a movie you know of and you've already mentioned it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually come up. I've already mentioned it today. I've already mentioned it, yeah. Uh, A League of Their Own. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cars. Cars. Baby Driver? Yeah! Baby Driver. Oh, wow. So technically, I guessed it because I was that was in my head. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though Aaron was confident enough not knowing the answer to tell you you were right. <laughs> it is Baby Driver. Uh, guys, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for thank coming you on. for having hey, us. Thanks. Thanks. Tell so everyone everywhere to find you. Our podcast is called Mormon and the Method. That's uh, and then I don't know wherever you like looking for podcasts, go there. Mormonandthemethod.com. We've got a Facebook page, a subreddit. Basically, if you can type Mormon and the Method into your Google search, you're going to find us. You'll yeah. Find us. And Start tell, at the you tell them a little bit about it because we, we briefly touched on it. Go ahead. Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was a former Mormon and she was a former meth addict. And we lived completely opposite lives but ended up with really similar experiences because of it and uh, became tight friends. And she was – I was leaving Mormonism. You know, she's like teaching me – I'm finally experiencing R-rated movies and like weed for the first time, which she, you know, watched Porky's when she was six while like <laughs> smoking a bowl with her mom. And so there's it's a, it's a beautiful like odd couple thing. And we, we talk about really serious stuff, but it's always pretty funny. We keep it light. and Yeah, it's the funniest trauma podcast you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a, yeah, that's a good summary, right? Yeah, start at the beginning, though. Start at the beginning. Yeah, there's You'll, nothing current. It'll definitely, it's definitely a story arc to follow. And Facebook is where the fans hang out. Great Facebook group. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, thanks Kyle. And everybody, uh, thank you for listening. We do fan scripts sometimes, so if you guys want to submit a fan script, please send it to neverseenitshow at gmail.com. So if there's a movie or TV show you haven't seen, write a brief script and send it to us there, neverseenitshow at gmail.com. And if you want more and you want to see some new stuff, check out the Patreon. It is patreon.com slash neverseenit. Thank you, guys. I think that's everything. Yeah. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>